Okay, so tonight, Be'ezrus Hashem, we're going to be continuing with the series of Entering into the Sea of Wisdom, where we're reviewing the weekly teachings of the Tzaddik and the Gon Rav Yitzhak Morgenstern Shlita. And this past week, in terms of the weekly printouts, fortunately, unfortunately, it's just the way that things fell out, there were no particular teachings that were rooted specifically in what the Rebbe had spoken about last Shabbos but rather it was a compilation, a liquid of sorts from Divrei Torah that the Rebbe had given in previous Shabbosim in Parshas Vayishlach. So again, whether or not the Rebbe said it this week or whether the Rebbe said it in the past on Parshas Vayishlach, we still can access the idea that the Balatanya teaches us of living with the times, of learning how to apply teachings that are given over in a particular moment in time to our lives as we experience in the, as we experience it in this particular moment in time. So what we're going to be talking about tonight, the small Nakuda is going to be Os Tes in the Nishmas and Chadasin of Parshas Vayishlach that was sent out this past week. And it's an idea that really is going to force us to kind of hold cup for at least three different expressions of an idea before the idea comes fully together. But it is an idea that the Rebbe has utilized numerous, numerous places, specifically Drashos, of the Eichach Malanafshacha, the Shalashudas Tyros, and these are ideas that are drawn from the writings of the Balatanya and the Mitla Rebbe. What the Rebbe was discussing is the idea that Yaakov Avinu, in his encounter with the Saro Shal Esav, was entering into a place of Katna Samaychin, was entering into a place of constricted mindfulness, where things were dark and difficult, according to whatever that means for the Tzaddik. And when it comes to speaking about what it means to enter into a place of moichin dekatnus, there's a certain danger in even discussing it because moichin dekatnus, what it means for us is very different than what it means for tzaddikim. What it means for me personally, and according to my own humble interpretation of the tzaddik's words, is that moichin dekatnus represents the time where things are not going the way we want them to go, when things are difficult, when things are no longer clarified, where we're caught up in more doubt than clarity where we're not feeling things the way we want to, where we're anxious or whatever those different expressions of Meichin the Katniss are, what the Rebbe is trying to answer up over here is what happens when the Tzaddik encounters Meichin the Katniss? What, what is the Tzaddik's avoida in that place of Meichin the Katniss? And the Rebbe even brings down that there's a statement, there's a teaching on the Zohar HaKadosh about this idea. And the Eimek HaMelech of Naftali Bachra who was a, a major, major disciple of Mahari Sarug, as well as the Arizal. Sefer Emek HaMelech is an incredibly important Sefer in terms of Kabbalah Arizal, in the sense that it draws down from other students of the Arizal other than Rav Chaim Vital. The Hasidim were maskim to the Sefer, the Vilnagon was maskim to the Sefer. It's an incredibly, incredibly important Sefer, the Emek HaMelech. And the Emek HaMelech writes that the Arizal was punished for trying to be Mazbir this Nakuda that the Arizal actually experienced the punishment for trying to teach what it means when the Tzaddik, when Yaakov Avinu descends into a place of Meich and the Katniss. And what the Rebbe says is based on this question, the Rebbe is going to set up a process of interpretation. And what he does is as follows. He quotes on the name of the Admor HaEmsai, the Mitla Rebbe, who says as follows, that there's two avodos, there's two ways of encountering HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's encountering HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Ta'anug, through pleasure. And then there's a way of encountering HaKadosh Baruch Hu with no pleasure, beyond pleasure. What that means is as follows, that there's times where we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a way that is begiloi, 
it's revealed, we know how things are going, we know what we need to do, and we take joy and we feel good about our encounters with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we experience that feeling of spiritual pleasure, pleasure being one of the loftiest emotions that we experience as human beings, as Jewish people. Pleasure means fullness, it means a sense of being okay, it means a sense of feeling connected. And then there's going to be times where a person connects to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a way that is even higher than pleasure, in a way that we can't feel pleasure any longer. It's a way where we're encountering Hashem at such a level where we don't even feel it anymore. Now, what the Rebbe does is he explains that these two ideas are Shabbos and Yom Kippur. Shabbos is a time where we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through pleasure where our physical bodies, our physical experience in this world, our emotions are connected to Hashem and we feel it and therefore we're able to sit calmly and comfortably in our lives and experiencing a tainug hamurgash, a felt pleasure, a feeling of being okay with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then there's going to be an even loftier feeling of spirituality, which is the Bechina of Yom Kippur, which is above and beyond any felt pleasure. It's such a lofty spiritual light that there's no physical way of experiencing it in this world. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, we experience inui. We fast, we don't eat, we don't participate. Almost as if to say the pleasure is so lofty that I can't even feel it. And therefore, instead of trying to feel it physically... I'm going to do the exact opposite. I'm going to refrain from physicality. I'm going to refrain from trying to feel it in my bones, in my mind, in my emotions. And I'm going to be forced to believe in the tainug of that experience, to believe in a tainug that is even higher than being able to be able to feel it. Those two levels of Shabbos and Yom Kippur are what are referred to as tainug hamurgash, a felt pleasure, Versus Yom Kippur, which is a tainug she'ena morgash, a pleasure that is not felt. We don't feel it, but we know psychologically that we're experiencing pleasure that is beyond our ability to feel it. And therefore, we have to be ma'amin in that pleasure. We have to believe deeply that this experience in Avodah Hashem, even though it doesn't feel good, even though it doesn't feel pleasurable, nevertheless, that's not because there's no pleasure, but it's because the pleasure that is expressed in this moment is beyond what I am capable of feeling on a conscious level. Now, the Rebbe introduces one more nekuda to make this much more palatable to us. The Balasulam and the Leshem Shuev Achalema, they tell us that the Yomim Toivim and the Zmanim of Shabbos, Chanukah, Purim, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, Pesach, Shvuas, all of the Yomim Tovim, those are calendar dates, but they're also states of the mind, meaning to say that a person who has the proper understanding of what it means to be a Jewish individual, understands that every day has a Shabbos. Every day has a Shavuos and a Pesach and a Sukkot. Every day has a Hanukkah and a Purim. And it's our avodah to tap into those spiritual mindsets on every single day. It doesn't mean it's only on Purim or on Hanukkah, but we could tap into Purim and Hanukkah and all of the Yom Tovim at every moment. Every sense of time, every experience of time is available to us if we set our our intentions, and we set our minds on that experience. So the Rebbe says that on Shabbos, there's also going to be a feeling of Yom Kippur. And what is that moment? That's the moment of Shalashudis. The Shalashudis moment is where the pleasure of Shabbos is so high that we don't even feel it. 
it's so lofty, it's so beyond our physical ability to encounter it, that it's almost as if we do nothing to feel it. And this is why the Rebbe says in an incredible footnote, he says that the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe of Shalom Dovber Schneerson, the son of the Maharash and the father of the Rebbe Rayats, that he wouldn't eat by Shalashudas. Even though it's against the Halacha Psukah and the Shulchan Orach, the Rebbe Rashab would not eat on Shalashudas because he was encountering the moment of Yom Kippur within Shabbos, which is that place that is so lofty that it's beyond even the ability to feel any type of pleasure. And what the Rebbe says is that the Rebbe Rashab did this in the way of the Hara'a Sha'a. It wasn't necessarily in line with the Halacha Psukah of eating a third meal, but what the Rebbe Rashab was teaching us is to remember that by Shalashudis, there's a Bechina of Yom Kippur. We enter into a lofty place where the spiritual presence of Hashem is so real that we don't even feel it anymore on a psychologically clear level, and we're forced to enter into a place of Amuna there. So now we're going to enter into Oistes, that was all the Hakdama, and now we're going to see the words of the Rebbe inside. The Rebbe says as follows, V'hainu, the connectivity and the experience of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Shabbos is We feel connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We experience some form of pleasure, psychological pleasure. We feel okay in the world. We feel good about our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's clear. We feel it in our bodies. We feel it in our souls. In Cain, Nasan Hashem Yisparach HaMitzvah and because Shabbos is representative of a way of feeling HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our lives, so there's a mitzvah of feeling HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our bodies as well by partaking in food and drink and experiencing physical pleasure on Shabbos. Because this, these meals, this food, these experiences, the songs, the learning Torah, the menucha, all of those are vessels where we can draw down the pleasure that we take in HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it's a felt pleasure. It's a conscious level of pleasure. Ubiyom HaKippurim, but on Yom HaKippurim, yesh bechina shel ta'anuka etzem. There's a bechina of taking pleasure in the essence, which is not expressed. There's etzem and there's giloy. Shabbos is a giloy, Yom Kippur is an etzem. When I encounter tainuka etzem, it is so deep and so real that I don't even feel it. Because feeling it would imply that there's some sort of distance between the experience of pleasure and the feeling of pleasure. But when I encounter pleasure in its essence, an essential form of pleasure, I can't even recognize that I feel it because it is so part and parcel of my experience, but it also feels like nothing. It's so powerful, it feels like absolutely nothing. Tainuk she'ena murgash. It's a pleasure that's not felt. It's an unconscious pleasure. Shehu tainuk gadol yoiter me tainuk hamurgash, which is a higher level than felt pleasure, even though I don't feel it. Shehu tainuk shel dveikus shel etzem haneshama be'atzmes aleikus kavyachol which is the pleasure that the essence of the soul takes when it connects to the essence of God. And the Rebbe adds kavyachol here, because as we're going to see that atzmus is never a word that the Rebbe will say without kavyachol, because etzem is always kavyachol. But this feeling of pleasure that can't be felt is of a higher level than the pleasure that is felt, even though it doesn't leave us with a positive feeling. 
v'kivan shehu tainug gavoa yoter upnimi v'atzmi yoter, and because this tainug she'ener murgash is of a higher level and more internal and more essential, al kain ein kelim gashmiim ba'olam hazeh she'yecholim lahargish b'hem tainug zeh. There are no vessels in this world that are capable of receiving that level of pleasure, and therefore I can't feel it in any psychological or physical type of way. I'm forced to believe in it. It's a pleasure that is beyond the ability to feel it. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us to remove ourselves from all pleasure on Yom Kippur, as if to show that this pleasure is so high and so real that I can't even feel it on a conscious level, and I'm forced to believe that it's still there. And this is the aspect of the five forms of renunciation of the self or of removal from eating and drinking and engaging in all forms of pleasure on Yom Kippur. Not engaging, not feeling becomes the kli, becomes the vessel to feel that light that is so lofty that I can't even feel it. And therefore I'm forced to enter into a place of amuna to believe that I'm experiencing it, even though I can't feel it. The Rebbe is saying something incredibly deep here. He's saying that it's not that we can't feel the pleasure, we feel the pleasure of non-pleasure. We experience that unconscious moment where I don't feel anything, but I'm able to enter into the deepest part of myself and realize that I don't need to feel anything in order to actually be experiencing it because I get to believe in it. It's a power beyond pleasure. It's the belief in the pleasure that I can't even feel at this moment. That's the Bechina of the Tainug She'enomurgash that we experience on Yom Kippur. And here the Rebbe adds in a footnote or the Talmidim added in a footnote, but it's printed nonetheless and therefore we can read it as if it's the Rebbe's Torah. But there's an even higher level than Yom Kippur, which is the level of Purim. Which is even higher than the feeling of Yom HaKippurim. Like we know from the Tikkun Zohar that Yom HaKippurim, that the day of Yom Kippurim is Yom Kippurim. It's a day like Purim, implying that Yom HaKippurim is contingent and dependent on the level of Kedusha revealed on Purim itself. That on Purim, it's a level even higher than Yom Kippur. Shabbos is a felt pleasure. It's a tainug hamurgash. Yom Kippur is an unfelt pleasure, a tainug she'eno murgash. Purim is drawing down that tainug she'eno murgash into a place of hargasha which means to say that we still don't feel pleasure, but we believe in pleasure. And we draw that belief in pleasure that can't be felt into a felt experience. So we feel the feeling of not feeling pleasure and we take pleasure in that acknowledgement that even though I can't feel pleasure, I believe deeply that I'm experiencing pleasure. So I'm drawing down the unfelt pleasure into a feeling but I'm not just feeling the regular pleasure of Shabbos, I'm feeling that lofty pleasure that can't be experienced in this world within my experience in this world. The paradox that rests at the core of so much of what the Rebbe is coming to teach us, to feel nothing as a something, to be able to hold our minds on the nothingness of that pleasure, yet nevertheless to be aware that we can't feel it, and by being aware that we can't feel it, we experience it. We draw it down into our lives. 
שאפילו התינוק הגבוה שאינו מורגש יוריד אז במורגש, that even that lofty pleasure that can't be felt is now drawn down into a felt sense. וזו גם בחינס סודה שלישס לדידון דאבדינון בוי סודה. And this, and this is the Rebbe's response to the Rebbe Rashab, not Khalila pushing back against the Rebbe Rashab. The Rebbe Rashab is one of the essential nekudos in the Torah of the tzaddik. But for us who eat meals at Shalashudis, this is the feeling of drawing down that pleasure of Yom Kippur into a feeling of being able to feel that we can't feel. Even though Shalashudis has the light and Kedusha of Yom Kippur, At that point, we draw the unfelt pleasure that can't be felt into an ability to feel that we can't feel it. <clears throat> because we're not eating the third meal for the sake of eating, because we've already eaten. We're not eating to feel pleasure. We're eating because we're drawing down a non-feeling of pleasure into feeling. But rather, we're eating in order to draw that light of the unfelt pleasure into a feeling of felt pleasure. Now, to just bring this down on a, a little bit more of a practical level, and to try and show how this was the Rebbe's response to the Katnes HaMoichin experience that we all have, Godless HaMoichin is Murgash. When a person is in Godless HaMoichin, they feel their connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they feel okay, they feel connected in their lives. And then a person enters into a place of Katnes HaMoichin where they don't feel anything. But what we have to recognize is that when we don't feel anything, it's not because we've lost connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's because we've entered into an even deeper relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where we're forced to believe that even though I can't feel anything, and I have all the reasons in the world to believe that I'm not connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nevertheless, I believe that the reason I don't feel something now is because I'm experiencing a pleasure that is beyond this world. It's a hiskashras to etzem. It's a deep belief that I'm connected to Hashem no matter what. Doesn't make a difference whether I feel it or not. And then there's a Bechina of Purim, and there's a Purim in every day, and we live in a generation of Purim, is that we draw that feeling of being aware, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though I don't feel you in my soul or in my body, nevertheless, I believe in my inherent connection with you, and I take pleasure in that. And we draw that feeling of not feeling anything and believing that I'm still connected, and we draw that into our own feelings. So now we're left feeling the experience of being connected to Hashem, even when we don't feel something. And that feeling of the knowledge of being connected no matter what is the loftiest level. That's the level of tainuk she'ena murgash habab murgash, a pleasure that cannot be felt, that is drawn down into a felt experience so that I feel the feeling of not feeling anything, so that not feeling anything becomes the deepest form of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu.